Since 2015, Pop Health Podcast has brought to you some of the best minds in healthcare, including leaders from government, not-for-profit, and investor-backed powerhouses, as they share successes, failures, and how our audience can move forward in today's constantly evolving healthcare world. Thank you for joining us for today's episode presented by 24-Hour Home Care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Health Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Ward. In today's episode, we have longtime returning guest, Dr. Josh Luke, who hasn't been on the show for probably four to five years. Now, those of you that have listened to the show and have been in healthcare or in the acute or post-acute world might remember the National Readmission Prevention Collaborative and how it got started just after 2012's readmission penalties that were originally created in the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. Josh took the concept of the readmission penalty and brought together leaders from all over the United States to create a place where folks can gather, share best practices, and ultimately Josh's organization grew dramatically in the mid-2010s. And he had a great run with the National Readmission Prevention Collaborative and still runs it today. In 2022, he has now released his book on the first 10 years of the readmission penalty and lessons learned. We hope you enjoy today's episode with Josh or Dr. Luke. And feel free to check out other episodes of Pop Elf Podcast by visiting us at popelfpodcast.com, listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or watching our show on our YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the show. Hey, Josh, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be here, Gavin. I love uh, joining you and uh, just joining you on this journey. Yeah, man. Uh, there was a time a few years back where I would see and interact with you uh, uh, quite often, and it's been a long time since I've seen you. Um, so great to see you. Um, it's folks, like a pandemic breakup between you and I, Gavin. <laughs> so we've had to make it virtual like everything else in life, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, for those of you that have been following the show for a while, you might recall Josh was actually one of our first guests in one of our very first episodes back in 2015. And Josh and I were talking off the air before we started. That was actually at a, uh, you were renting out a beach house with your family at the time, right? Yeah, it was our tradition. The first week of August, we'd always go down to Newport. I'm from the OC and our kids love it. And last year we didn't do it for the first time. They got mad at me. So I think we'll probably do it again this year now that they're all in college. Nice, nice. So um, we're going to talk a little, obviously, about healthcare today. But Josh, before uh, before we jump into that and your new book that's being released, let's get to know you a little bit. I think most of our audience, it's been a while since you've been on, so I'd guess a lot of our audience are not familiar with some of your work um, or you. So let's talk a little bit about you. Maybe outside of healthcare, Josh, what's like a fun fact, uh, something surprising about you? Uh, what might be surprising to most of the folks that do know me is my newest venture is a uh, social media app called AnyFans that's launching in March, and it's got a parallel YouTube channel. And basically, it's just kind of an alternative to Instagram, but the, the themed categories are based on like, let's say lifestyle or sports or the workout. So fitness, stuff like that. And so there's hosts almost like MTV. And so we're going to have an app where um, we partner with mental health. And one of the rooms is actually called Headspace. And it's just where people can go and, and just get a positive vibe. And it's targeting, you know, college kids, but working outwards to everybody. And the cool thing about it and the feedback we've gotten so far between the YouTube channel and the, the app, even before they've launched is that, wow, it makes you feel good to come to this app. And it's, it's not a clickbait and make you feel bad and political. So really looking forward to that something new and different for me and so you can check that out in march and april it's called any fans okay cool that's uh that is definitely a change from what you're yeah. doing and what we're going to talk about today so um i know in the past you know you actually worked with mark mcguire and we'll get to that in a second which might 
maybe have a connection to any fans. I'm not sure, but tell us a little bit about where you grew up. And uh, I mentioned Mark McGuire. How did you get connected into uh, the sports world? Yeah, I'm, I'm from Southern Cal. I'm kind of a Southern Cal guy through and through. I'm a big Dodger fan, grew up a Laker fan and everything too, big Rams fan now. But um, I remember sitting on the bench in my senior year in high school basketball, watching my team play going, man, I have two older brothers that are professional athletes and I'm sitting on the bench riding the Pioneer. So maybe I should come up with a different career path. And I said, maybe I should go into sports marketing. I love sports. And I did that and had some real success with it. And then right about the week I got married in 1998, I was kind of, my gut was telling me something's not right. Like you need to go into a career that um, not only is going to put food on the table for your family, but also that has more of a social mission so you can make a difference. And eventually that led me to healthcare. So I'm really glad I started as a nursing home administrator, then went to become a hospital CEO. And as you know, uh, because of that unique combination, which is a rare combination of do both hospitals and nursing homes, when I was approached about writing a book about hospital readmission prevention, about the penalty that was introduced in Obamacare in 2010, I took on that challenge and launched the not-for-profit National Readmission Prevention Collaborative. So that's kind of my whole journey in 60 seconds or less. I've been running the not-for-profit and hosted events that you and your organization, 24-Hour Home Care, were a great supporter of for years. But that's really what brought you and I together as we were both so passionate about transforming healthcare and, and readmission prevention being a little spoke of that. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that and, and uh, you know, feel free to jump in how your book connects to these questions as well. So the National Readmission Prevention Collaborative was started back, what was that? 2014? 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay, man, it seems. Well, yeah. 2013, we started talking about it and it became incorporated in a not-for-profit and everything in 2014, right at the very beginning, literally the first month we had that first event down in Newport. So, okay. And that, I remember I barely got into that event. Um, it yeah. was uh, <laughs> booming at the seams for sure. Yeah. It was early on with <laughs> yeah. the penalty coming about and there wasn't really a bunch of conferences around it. You were kind of first to market, if you will, with these concepts. And so I want to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit. So you're you you were in I don't know you're in kind of stable employment over the years as a leader at a sniff and when I say stable those are high pressure jobs so by yeah. no means am I saying it's a, a cakewalk um, it's very high pressure and you're a C-suite with Torrance Memorial and then you go from there to building in a sense your own company and yeah. before we talk about that how's your family I mean I've, I've met your wife I've seen your kids like uh, how are they how are they dealing with that they're great I got three kids in college right now and it's such a blessing I mean I like to joke and complain with my adult friends that man that's expensive but my wife and I have a commitment that we don't talk about the cost of it in front of our kids because we feel so blessed that they all three want to go to college and two of them go to private schools but anyway uh, that's a whole separate deal but you know what it's been a real blessing entrepreneurism to me as a christian is something that actually is a biblical concept i've i've started three or four companies since since then two have been very successful one of them actually never left the gate so to speak and another one was kind of okay and as i mentioned with my new social media app that's this one i'm going all in on and it's something new so i'm excited about it but you know the family's been supportive and they they've been mature and like even with my new app at first they're like what are you doing but now they give me a lot of feedback um i just loved being my own boss and i think gavin one of the coolest things was um being home while my kids were in high school and being at all their games being my own boss as you know we had a really good run and you mentioned the term first to market and i didn't i didn't start the nrpc to be first to market it happened by accident and what a blessing that was right i mean what because people somebody saw me speak from the american college of healthcare executives and said you know 
Having been a nursing home administrator and a hospital CEO, I was a CEO of four hospitals. They said, hey, you get a unique perspective on this readmission thing. You'd probably be a good guy to write this book. And so that's kind of what started. And as you know, that day in Newport in early 2014, we sold out an event and people were almost fighting to get in. And so two months later, yeah, we we said, let's do it again. We had 600 people at an event for an organization that, that basically didn't exist at the time that was brand new that you hadn't heard of because we were getting the acute sector in the same room as post-acute. And that was new and it was a big deal. And as you know, we hosted more than 50 events over the next four years nationally. And I'm really proud of what we were able to accomplish because we created a community of thought leaders across the country and several of them, including yourself and others, um, uh, contributed to this new book that's coming out that I know we're going to talk about here in a minute, 10 Years of the Hospital Readmission Penalty, which comes out this January. Awesome. So before we get to the book, Josh, I mean, you're putting on these events, you're you're studying, you're becoming the expert, you're, you know, the term healthcare futurist, I hadn't heard before until I heard uh, someone had mentioned you or, or, you know, that was kind of what you referred to as. So you're putting on these events. I mean, are you just running around like crazy? Um, you know, how do you like, you got to rent out these venues, you hire some yeah. staff to help you. Like what's, what, how's, what's that like? Yeah, that was new for me. I mean, I didn't know how to create a website. I didn't know how to set up a merchant account to charge people, whether it's PayPal or credit card. I didn't know how to host events, although I'd hosted a few events through the years and even in high school and college kind of been on committees to do it. I kind of learned very quickly uh, this business model of if you can find a venue where they don't uh, manage their events through the catering department and want a few thousand dollars worth of food purchase, that you can have a really successful, you know, most of the day event, get in and out of there. We actually learned that people prefer not to eat at our events. They'd rather go across the street to the mall or to the hotel restaurant and you experienced that our first two we had food and then I, and that was the biggest complaint and really the only complaint we ever had was the food so we asked it and at first people were like well how do you do that and i said well we're having it in a place where there's a food court people really enjoyed that so long story short we were able to do that we had a good run of it um we we had great partners like 24-hour home care uh and other companies i think um that yeah, Abbott, La, Abbott Nutrition was a great partner for years. So, um, you know, everybody really believed in the mission and it opened doors for me with um, other companies and other influencers uh, in the space like Dr. Eric Coleman, who I consider to be, you know, the foremost uh, authority on um, care transitions. He always said to me, Josh, I'm, I'm more about care transitions than remission prevention. I know he's, uh, as far as I know, he's retired now, but um, for a long time, he was really kind of the king of the space. And I, I'm forever grateful that he welcomed, welcomed me with open arms. Awesome. So tell us, before we get to your new book, tell us about the first book that you put together. Yeah, this is actually my fifth book coming out. That's crazy. I never thought I'd write one book, let alone five. But like I said, I was approached by ACHE, which is the top uh, uh, trade association for hospital executives, the American College of Healthcare Executives. They have a huge Congress back in Chicago every uh, March that I've presented at and spoken at. I've presented at their clusters around the country. I've presented at their local chapter meetings that I know you've been to some of those here in Southern Cal. Um, but it's a great organization and they published my first book. It was very academic called Readmission Prevention Solutions Across the Provider Continuum. It was their top selling book uh, the year it came out in 2015. Uh, and so that really kind of launched my speaking career um, to 
as you mentioned, I was traveling to speak at events and then hosting my own events. So from 2015 to 2017, 18, I probably spoke more than 200 times in four years. I really loved it. Uh, I feel like I had a gift for it and got good at it. The people were telling me you're our highest rate speaker and all those things. So it was really cool. And so what happened is I found that being able to give a, a free book when they hired me to speak could actually, I could actually kind of quit my corporate job and make this public speaking and running this not-for-profit my full-time gig. So I wrote that second book, which I've always felt is is my best book because it's it's vintage Dr. Luke, just as you heard me from the stage. I just actually presented this morning to the Microsoft University, Gavin, and, and John Barta, who I know you've met, introduced me as, as provocative. Like, hey, what I love about Josh is he's provocative. Yeah. He tells it how it is. And that's probably a nicer word than the one that I use to describe <laughs> myself. But but that's, that's who I am. And I think as you've gotten to know me, you know, I, I just can't be anybody else. I just can't keep things to myself that shouldn't be kept to myself that like, Hey, I'm a truth teller. That's I'm just going to put it out there. And so execute a former hospital CEO tells all and what's wrong with American healthcare was my first uh, real bestseller on Amazon um, short chapters. I always joke with people. You can almost read them at a stoplight. They're so short, but, and I really went after a few sectors in there because I thought that we needed more transparency, whether it's, you know, electronic medical record companies or just hospitals or even health plans just saying, Hey, let's be more transparent. We're all making money here, but let's be more transparent because most Americans can't afford healthcare. And so just to wrap that up, Forbes approached me and asked me to write a book for American businesses on how to save money on healthcare. And you use the term, pull back the curtain. That's kind of what they wanted me to do as a hospital CEO. That book was called Health Wealth. Is healthcare bankrupting your business? It became a bestseller on launch day, thanks to Forbes and their marketing muscle. A year later, I launched Health Wealth for You under the same brand, which was written for the individual. It became a bestseller on launch day. And so January 19th right now is our target date, Gavin, for the new book, which is actually kind of... Um, memorializing the fact that the first hospital readmission penalties were issued in 2012. So here yeah. we are 10 years later, and the name of the book is 10 Years of the Hospital Readmission Penalty, Lessons Learned and Best Practice Providers. Awesome. Awesome. And I know uh, I appreciate you reaching out to me uh, to yeah, uh, sure. write a little segment on that as well. Um, that was fun. So, you mentioned you've, you've had some success. You've been able to be your own boss. Your family's been along for the journey. Yeah. Be with the kids. It's been a blessing. You mentioned your faith. Yeah. So if you mind me asking, like, it sounds like it was all great, right? Everything's fantastic. But I know behind the scenes, this could not have been an easy journey for you. So especially, you know, as you've been doing it for a while and there's potential, you know, changes and the excitement yeah. may, may wane. Are you able to share with the audience what were some of the challenges, whether it was early stage or at the end where... You know, you really had to shift gears. Yeah, the pandemic is definitely what I've had to shift gears. As you've gotten to know me, Gavin, you know I'm a very optimistic person. I'm, I played a lot of sports growing up. I'm a very much a, we can do this, let's go. Even And really, I think one of the things I've always said when interviewed about being a CEO, I said, hey, like, I, I, I'm almost... I learned from my coaches. I always have the same expression, whether, you know, the walls are falling down or we're having our best month ever. My job is to lead and never to panic in, in the face of adversity. And I feel like I, I'm gifted in that way that I can do that. And uh, even when I public speak, my wife always says, man, you don't you ever forget it? Like where you're at when you're on stage? I said, oh, every single time I'm up there, <laughs> I lose my spot, but I just keep going. 
And, yeah. and I remember when she asked me that, I'm all, I forgot my place twice today. And in the middle of the story, I just started talking about something else. And you've seen me do that a hundred times, but it's because you know me, but 90% of the people in the audience don't, because I've just been gifted in a way to, to keep going and have that confidence. And so I, I think the pandemic only has, um, shaped me and, and there's probably a broader answer to this but you know i was blessed that usc asked me to develop some coursework on readmissions and healthcare as a result of this and and that really got me back in tune with uh millennials and now gen z's that are, are coming into the workforce and my kids are gen z's they're all in college now and between the pandemic and the fact that these generations are so different so so different in how they act how their maturity level what they expect from us in the workplace um, my career basically as a public speaker came to a halting stop as a result of the pandemic. Yep. And so the blessing that I'd always had to start these new companies and generate uh, revenue uh, really were, it was kind of like, okay, Josh, what are you going to do now? Whether it's virtual speaking or um, just doing some consulting, I've been blessed to be able to just get by quite frankly. Um, but right now, between starting a new social media app and and the speaking inquiries are coming in again now, but it's like they have been for a year, right? I mean, we thought we were exiting COVID this time last year. Yeah, and we are, we're really not any further. So, you know, I'm just trucking along. And Gavin, I got to tell you, I, I appreciate you asking that question. I've been a firm believer for about 10 years now that that perspective you have growing up of, work hard, make a ton of money so you can retire early. I realize that's not my goal and my wife's goal. My goal is if I can have the, the blessings needed to kind of retire, quote unquote, while my kids are in high school. And then if I have to go back to work, this is what I always said, uh, after they're in high school where they're gone now, I'd much rather do that than miss all of their impressionable years when they're home. I can't even tell you uh, what a blessing that was. And now they're all out. They're just home for Christmas break. It was great to have them and they left. And now uh, I just look back and go, man, I'm so grateful I had that. I didn't miss any games except for if I had a speaking gig. You know, it was it was just a, and I planned my gigs around that. If they called and said, hey, can you speak Tuesday or Wednesday, three months from now? I'd pull out my kids schedules and go, hey, could I do it Tuesday? That way I could be home for my kids game on Wednesday. So it's been a real blessing. It's a grind right now. And as I enter 2022, Still getting inquiries to come speak. That's why I actually, one of the motivations, I think you asked this earlier, for coming out with the new book is, is look, and you know this, especially with Dr. Coleman retiring, uh, I've been blessed to be probably the most recognizable name in terms of hospital readmissions, aside from Dr. Coleman, for almost eight years now. And I don't take that for granted. But at yeah. the same time, I don't have a book. I just like with you, when I think of the word pop health, you're one of the first guys that comes to mind because you, you took on this leadership role way back then. And I'm so proud of you and 24 hour home care for doing it to say, man, this is a new space and we're, we're knee deep in this with Josh and so many others, like let's lead. And, and it's awesome that you guys have led and you've accomplished so much and you've pioneered and really uh, you know, I'm not trying to be braggy, but you guys and me were really carrying the flag for Medicare Advantage to start just opening their mind to paying for non-traditional health care services like non-medical home care and, and assisted living. I'm really proud of it. And that was 2014. And we're seven years later. And it took about five of those years before it happened. But high five for that. I mean, we've come a long way. And, and I just wanted to come up with something new and fresh that says, hey, we knew nothing about readmissions when, afford when the Affordable Care Act introduced it. And so I wrote a book saying 
based on my expertise, here's what I think. And that was, you know, four years after the fact. And now we're 10 years later. Let's talk about lessons learned. And I reached out to folks like yourself, um, Dr. Tony Sloan, the CEO of Renown up in Reno. It's a health system that's one of the most innovative in the country. Uh, we have uh, Boise State University is launching one of the first population health master's programs. So their program leader, uh, Jenny Gudapati, contributed. Uh, Deb Alt, who's known as Nurse Deb, and is really somewhere between kind of the health systems and the employers that are trying to reduce costs. She contributed. And then, you know, June Simmons and, and her um, Partners in Care Foundation, who are as good as anybody in the country in terms yeah. of um, some of these grants and, and really just being innovative. And, and what I love about um, Partners in Care, Gavin, I'm sure you'd agree, is they don't do they don't take a solution to people. They go and they listen and say, hey, what do you need and what do you want to accomplish? And we can help you do that. And June was one of the first people to kind of reach out to me and size me up back in the day. And we've become good friends. Um, but I really appreciate that her team and Jill Schuyler uh, with Providence, who uh, you guys may or may not know, but I've partnered with Providence, kind of host a lot of their video series over the last couple of years, was really honored that they were willing to contribute as well. So it, it's uh, 10 years of the readmission penalty by Dr. Josh Luke and friends coming out January 19th. It'll be available on Amazon. Um, I decided to self-publish it through Amazon for the first time because it makes it much easier for you, me and everybody else just to say, hey, um, check it out. And by the way, guys, uh, it's going to be 99 cents on launch day. So I think at 11 a.m. on January 19th, you can put, purchase that book for 99 cents for a few hours. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw something out there just for your Pop Health podcast listeners. If you buy that Kindle for 99 cents, I'm going to do two things for you. You got to do it on January 19th between 11 a.m. Pacific and, and uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Two things. I'm going to actually mail you, if you want me to, a signed copy of, of the hard version, okay, the paperback version. And the next time I see you, I'll buy you a coffee that probably costs two bucks instead of one <laughs> bucks, right? So you just got to email me to get that signed copy, and I'll pay for the shipping. And uh, you uh, got to remind me next time I see you and there's a coffee shop around, I'll pay you back that 99 cents. And we do that, Gavin, as you know, because I've been blessed. My last four books were bestsellers, the last three we're bestsellers on launch day. And so in order to do that, we do a little promo. And I appreciate you giving me a platform to do that on the podcast here. Absolutely. One of the things about you have learned, Josh, is you are one heck of a promoter. <laughs> so <laughs> It's in my uh, blood, brother. It's in my blood. It's in your blood for sure. And, uh, you know, my, my career, I do a lot of, uh, you know, promotion and business development. So I can definitely appreciate it. And I know, I know it takes, it's not easy. Uh, to put yourself out there. So I um, really appreciate you coming on the show today, Josh. It's always a, a privilege. Um, how can folks uh, stay tuned on what you do next? Is the websites, uh, LinkedIn? Yeah, I think LinkedIn is probably the best. And if you're a tweeter, I'm at Josh Luke for health, uh, at Josh Luke for health. And if you you know, want to extend me the, the further courtesy of an April, look on the app store for an app called AnyFans. It's in development. The same people that develop Starbucks rewards apps are developing it. So definitely a new venture for me. And Gavin, I just want to close by complimenting you and letting all your listeners know one of the things I really admire about Gavin and the Pop Health podcast, as well as Ryan at 24 Hours, you guys are grinders like me. I've always considered myself a grinder. Some of the guests you get on the Pop Health podcast, it takes months just to get them to respond, let alone to agree. 
Um, it, it, of all the podcasts I listen to, literally, and this is a true statement from the heart, yours is the one I look forward to most. You get great guests. They're diverse. They're not just to help sell whatever it is you're trying to sell, which is so many podcasts. You guys truly are committed to helping people better understand healthcare. And I really appreciate that and your commitment to that, as well as Ryan and 24-Hour Home Care. So keep up the great work. All right. Well, hey, Josh, I do appreciate that. We did. We do try to focus the, the show on education. Um, and we don't take sponsors either. That's, uh, yeah, that's we've, cool. debated, we've debated that internally, but on occasion, I will let people sell like today. <laughs> yeah. <It's in> my <laughs> so, <blood. laughs> yeah, it's been great having you, Josh. Good catching up uh, folks again, just to confirm Josh, that was January 19th, Amazon 99 cents from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. This is where I was joking about the selling yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, remind us of the name of the book. Yeah, and it's really important, folks, that you remember this because when you go on Amazon, my readmission book used to be a bestseller. It'll probably come up first, even though it's seven years old. So it's 10 years of the hospital readmission penalty. And the subtitle is Lessons Learned and Best Practice Providers, which is where Gavin and some of the others came in as best practice providers and guest authors. So thanks again for contributing. You got it, Josh. Great having you on the show. Um, and we will catch up with you a little later. Talk soon, bud. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Pop Health Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. And if you have and want to check out other episodes, visit us at pophealthpodcast.com, iTunes or Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and now YouTube as well. Take care.